right, we're back. We're back from a hiatus, yeah. a little hiatus. Kevin, you've been on, on a little break for a while too, huh? A little break, yeah. yep. Kevin's here, Levi's here, Boone's here. And uh, I wanted to tell you guys, I, I told Kevin earlier at, at the Camp Gladiator workouts, but uh, I was driving like a week and a half or two weeks ago. I was driving home from work on a Friday night, uh, my Honda CRV. And I was going about 55 or 60 miles per hour. You know, I was paying attention to the road, listening to music or something, you know. And all of a sudden, man, next thing I see, this huge red deer in front of my car. And I, I didn't slam on the brakes, but I probably slowed down to like 50 or so. And I slammed into this red deer. It did like a flip and went off and landed on the side of the road. And my car just, you know, just crashed in. Uh, and uh, the airbags didn't go off, thank God, man. The airbags didn't go off because that would have been like insult to injury, right? But uh, so then, you know, I just drove it home. The deer wasn't wasn't even dead, man. I mean, it probably did go off and die yeah. because I saw blood where its head hit the car. Not to be too graphic, but I'm gonna get real graphic. Uh, yeah. no, I'm just getting. <laughs> it's about to get real serious. They're no. big, dude. But then the so, But yeah. the, the add insult to injury, though. The car still ran. The insurance adjuster came out and like said, "Hey, it's not totaled." And I've never even done that before. You know, had that insurance happen or anything like yeah, that. Have you to know, go through that process. Yeah, this is the first time ever. But anyway, so he checked it out and it's like, "No, nah, I don't think it's totaled." You know, I think we can get it fixed. So they get fixed, but we have to get a rental car. All right, that's the worst part of it, dude. Get the rental car. California license plates, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Government Talk tank. about feeling segregated. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Drive around with California plates in Texas right now. Damn, oh, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was born and raised here, man. Take it easy. Yeah. 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 Lucky you're able to get I, a rental car I can't car help right it. Do what? I said you're lucky you're able to get a rental car right now, man. Yeah. I actually heard about it. There's actually a shortage of rental cars. Yeah. Right now. How did the, I don't understand the shortages. How does that happen? Well, the shortage of rental cars, and the only reason I can even say this right now is because I was listening to something about this just the other day, is because apparently during the heat of the pandemic, a lot of rental car companies sold off a lot of their fleet because travel was down, nobody was traveling, rental cars, and it was just undetermined how long this whole thing was going to go on you know yeah, and then you and have to, so they and sold have... off a bunch of their fleet and now things have started to open up but they have all they're also hesitant and they can't to buy, buy any new more fleets new and then yeah you have the, and then you have the because they don't want to that's, that's a gamble on whether or not they're going to shut everything down again yeah you know and then you have the freaking partiers <sighs> that take a dump in the back seat and turn it back in you know? it <laughs> takes a while to Turn it back over. (laughs) (laughs) How many of those nights have you had? Uh, Fuck it, it's a rental. Swear to God we didn't smoke in there. No. We just did everything else. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy, dude, that that you got a California rental. Yeah, no, so like that, you know, we really considered like, hey, can we change plates? And they were like, oh yeah, we got some other ones. Like, hey, no, bro, can we change plates? No. <laughs> <laughs> if we were in Don't Austin or in, like, in the city, I would yeah, be like, yeah, no, that's man, pretty fucking. No. That's not strange. No, but out yeah. here, where'd you get it, Kerrville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're coming. <laughs> yeah. No, they they <laughs> said they said well they said the here. one thing that helped them is that a lot of places up north still have like mandates to where they can't even rent out cars right now so 
They just ship their cars down here if they need them. California's like, yeah. you can't drive gas vehicles starting in two months. There's states where you can't even rent a car right now? Well, they have more restrictions, so yeah. I think people don't. I think that's oh, the thing. Yeah, you know? okay. The more the mandates, the yep. less people, you know. California, people really California made a mandate that it's illegal to own a, a, a hand leaf blower, gas-powered leaf blower. What? You're a criminal if you have a gas-powered leaf blower in no California. Way. Really? Should you not? Is that real? Wow. Yeah, dang, man. Dude, they're, you know, the, I mean, they're, California with this climate law, control thing, man, there's a lot no. of little change, there's a lot of stuff they want to have changed by 2030. Yeah. They want to have a lot of stuff phased out Well, I mean, you know, but really, you know, it's, it, if people want to do that in California, you know, it's their prerogative. That's the good thing about the United States, you know, and having states' rights, at least to some level, because they can do whatever they want. You know, as long yeah. as people in Texas can do it, they want. But the only problem is, is when they do cross border lines and bring their policies with them. Is that you know we've always talked about that. I don't really know if that's something that happens. Do you think that's something that happens? I, I think that enough of people. I, I really don't think that a, a lot of people there in California agree with the laws that they have, which shows like our, why our system's broken. Like the people don't they don't want those laws, man. Yeah. Like and they're leaving because of them, but. How did it get that far gone? You know what I mean? Like how? how I actually think it... that goes both ways too. I think there's people even in red states that don't aren't completely happy, haven't been completely happy with their their government either for a long period of time. You know? Yeah, I think now, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think right now there's a lot of there are a couple of red states that seem to highlight themselves a little bit better now because you know it's obvious that. Everything's just so corrupt that anybody who has any sense at all is going to shine. You yeah, know, blatant, like. blatant corruption is like a spit in the face of everybody that really gives a fuck. Like, yeah, what what can you do whenever they make your leaf blower illegal? Whenever they make it illegal, yeah, on your just leaf move blower, yeah. move somewhere else yeah, where like, they hopefully don't do, do it. That's point. it. Like. You walk out in your front yard, you build a sacrificial altar, <laughs> and you sacrifice your leaf blower to the state. Yeah. Okay. And then you <laughs> so go, and then you go, and then you go, you rent a car, and you take a dump in the backseat. <laughs> yeah. It's a rental. We didn't smoke in there. No. Oh, man. They're going to have yeah. a leaf problem soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, all dude, those unmanaged forest, uh, forests, you know, know they could have just gone out if everybody would have taken their leaf blower and managed the forests a little better, maybe. Like, what did Trump say? They should have raked their forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I raked the forest. I remember when I raked the forest. <laughs> it was the best rake job ever. He's so stupid. Man. I, I only, when he said that, you know what I thought of? I thought of that, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Have you seen that movie? Yeah, a long time and ago. And there's, the, there's that part where that one politician's up on the stage and he's like, we're going to sweep this state clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, I can just see Trump up there. Going, yeah. We're going to rake these forests. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's uh, ever raked a forest like we raked the forest. Yeah. You know? Ask anybody. I rake the best. Uh, yeah, I rake forest the best. Yeah, the Democrats don't want us to rake the forest, but we're gonna rake it clean, and it's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> it's, about, it's about getting your back into it. It's about getting your back into it. <laughs> Damn no. man, that's ridiculous. You know, it really has. The whole thing has just become so ridiculous, and it has for a while, a long time. But man, see, it is an absolute. Uh, it it's goes a tra- in, it's it a goes in that order. You know? it goes in that order, though. Like, 
when it rains, it pours. You hit a deer, then they ban your fucking leaf blowers. Yeah, <laughs> California you California plates. plates. They yeah. ban your leaf blowers, and here we are talking yeah. about Trump again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. When it yeah. rains, it pours. I will say this, man, dude. Look, I understand. I do, you know, probably. You know, driving cars too much and having way too much, you know, fossil fuels probably have a limit. You know, you got to take it easy. You can't just go nuts. But, man, it sucks when gas, like, basically goes up, like, 75% in, like, not even a year's time. You know, it's already, it just has gone up a lot. For people who just get by week to week or day to day, that's, that's tough. You know, that's tough for people. I think that's the stuff that really matters to most people, honestly, man, like, in the world... People just trying to get by, you know? Yeah. The inflation uh, is insane right now, man, across yeah. the board. And I hate oh, to harp dude. on California shit, but I also read the other day, and I don't know if this is true. It's or... the blades, isn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, there's uh, there's eight. The average price for a gallon of gasoline in California is eight bucks. Eight dollars? That's what I read. Like I said, I don't know if it's true. You could read from My sister in law was just here from California. I should have asked her, but I didn't. It almost sounded yeah. like that guy. You ever uh, seen the movie Rookie of the Year? Uh, you never saw that movie Rookie uh, of the wait, Year? R- r- yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, when I the, uh, the, owner, the owner's like $3 for a hot dog. <laughs> it's like, it's 10 bucks now, buddy. You know, yeah. you can't get a hot dog at a ballpark for that cheap. No. But yeah, yep. yeah, that gas is, is out of control. I mean, even here, man, it has gone up substantially. Texas, it's expensive. I, I went to Van Horn the other day and it was three ninety five. Yeah, I mean, that's... In the, West Texas. Yeah. Wow. My brother-in-law came down here a couple weeks before that, and he kept telling me, man, y'all got cheap gas over here. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's, yeah. all, it's four bucks in, in Van Horn. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, I paid Further like... from the coast, I man. made, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I made, like, I paid like 286 for it, uh, you know, weeks back, a couple of weeks ago, and then I think right before I hit the deer, actually. And then... Uh, then it was just like from there it just shot up again man it's like dang dude but oh well well, it is what it is you know i was gonna ask you all this here i have a question before we get into our subjects is uh would y'all rather you know in in today's world and and where y'all are you know as having young families like from y'all's perspective would do y'all like to own a house or would you rather rent a house what do you think is more you know the pros and cons like from your perspective what would you rather do well, I would rather, I guess I would rather own, you know, uh, but I mean, if you, if you don't have the money, if you don't have the money to just straight up buy your house, you're basically just renting it from the bank, you know, yeah. until you do have it paid off. But, uh, and then you, and then you get to still pay taxes on it, which is, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then after that, you're just renting it from the government, basically, you know, paying taxes on it every year. But, uh, I believe those taxes go to the school. At least a percentage of them. Yeah, there's a, taxes. there's a percentage. The biggest part of your taxes goes to school. Yeah. And then property taxes, right? There's county, road, and bridges. Okay. That's the next right. biggest thing. And then there's yeah. some miscellaneous taxes in there. But me, like, I would rather, I would rather own it. I mean, whenever you get a, a mortgage, and this is like historically true, sometimes it's not, but for the most part, whenever you get a mortgage, Whenever you buy it, from the time that you buy it in your life, and then all the shit that we're dealing with right now, inflation goes crazy. So if you bought a house 20 years ago, and your mortgage was, I don't know, 600 bucks, $600 a month payment, 
and that includes your taxes and everything into it today you probably got a couple of pay raises at least hopefully in the past 20 years you're doing better than you were whenever you bought the house you know what i mean yeah like the goal is to always improve like so all of these factors have to be in order for that to for this to make sense but if you are doing a little bit better than you were 20 years ago and that 600 dollars a month payment is gonna be like gold that's your way out because inflation everything keeps rising around you you keep getting paid more but you locked in your payment. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. So if, especially if you buy it at the right time. Right now, it seems... A little, do you think the market's high right now? Oh, the, the market's <clears throat> extremely high, man. Yeah. It's it's higher than it's ever been. Like, Yeah. I'm with y'all, like though. I, I feel like I got that place right before... You know, I got my... I bought my house right before everything... Really Kind of went off. crazy, yeah. 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 And yeah. it really re- went crazy, like, last year. Right. Last year, I mean, and it's gradually been going up. So, statistically speaking, people say that your house will appreciate, I don't know, anywhere, I'll give you a range, like 5 to 10% a year. Right. That's, that's, a good, that's a good appreciation value, you know? And across the board, markets change. There's always different things happening in yeah, different Yeah, I was going to say, is that sustainable, you know? Yeah, it, it usually does. So, the people that, that bought their house 2007, lived through the crash of 2008, if they kept their house and didn't panic during that time... You always have to have a place to live. So if you do, if you didn't sell your house in 2008, by 2013, <clears throat> everything was booming again. And your house is already appreciated. It just levels out. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, we're not, we're not going through like... It's a boom and bust cycle. That's basically what it is. Everything is a boom and bust yeah. cycle. That's why... That's, that's the why real, that's the real problem. That's the real problem with our economy and our society and and politicians having control so much control and really bi- and, and the business the large business the largest corporations having so much control over the over the system you know is it that <clears throat> you do have to be smart you have to understand when to buy and probably i would imagine you know and when not to well, buy but I, I would rather you yeah. can always find a deal as long as you don't overpay like right now people are in this frenzy mode with houses like people coming from California again, sorry California, <laughs> kinda, but they're coming over here and they got cash. They sold a dump, and I've worked with people that have said it. Like I sold a dump where I lived in California, and moved over here, and the same dump that I was living in, I could pay cash here for a brand new home. And this was before the market or went do crazy. They, but then they drive up the price even more a little bit, do they? Well, yeah, it's been it's been like that, and then companies like fucking Zillow, which I don't understand how this was even made possible for them, but Zillow started buying homes cash, sending people in to do paint paint jobs and stuff and kind of renovate it, and then selling it for prices that were higher than the rest. Or not higher. They were they, they just gradually driving up the market up. a yes. little bit. Yeah. So whenever people in the same neighborhood say, okay, this house down the street sold cash, for three eighty five, I bought mine three years ago for two ninety. I'm putting mine on the market for four hundred. Yeah. And the realtor could tell him like, look, I don't think that that's possible because, according to the information around your area, that one house did sell for it. But whenever Zillow sees that house go up, they pay cash for it, and the market rises again. 
But yeah. that's just one example. I mean, there's so many different factors that go into it. Yeah. But cash prices and people moving here from out of state. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, well, no, I just thought that was an interesting question to start it off. Just kind of getting the perspective from people nowadays that do have a family, you know, do you want to own nothing and be happy? (laughs) No, I will say that I, you know, me and my wife, we rented for uh, quite a few years before we finally bought the house, and I would not, I wouldn't go back to renting now, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. I always felt like, because I've rented for a long time, man, I, I didn't, we didn't buy that house until I was in my 30s, you know, like, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I didn't like giving my money away, and once I realized, like, I was putting it into, like, an investment, even if the house is a, your only investment, then I feel, I felt more comfortable about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's actually, even though it does suck the whole, you know, I mean, you know, you gotta, yeah, like you said, it's the, the bank is your landlord, essentially, right, or, yeah. uh, but, um, you know, it's when you have a landlord, now you have that third-party relationship, you know, where it's like landlord, you know, it's kind of there. And not to say it can't be a good relationship, but, it, right. you know, it, it is another relationship. With the bank, it's just you pay them, they'll you never, it's you deal with it, you know. Just make your payment on time. Yeah, exactly right. You don't That's pay, it. you don't stay. But think about what just happened in the market. People that were landlords, like let's say people that spent the past 40 years of their life working for retirement, mm-hmm. part of their retirement was owning some rental homes, right? COVID hit, renters don't have to pay. Okay, these people that are buying, they're borrowing the money from the bank. Renters don't have to pay though. So how yeah. are they gonna make that payment? Unless they yeah. plan for that. Who planned yeah, for the no, fucking pandemic? Let me tell you something, uh, so I, rent, I rent, on... and I've always rented because it just makes sense for us because especially with our jobs, you know, we have to be We've always moved. We've moved so right. many times, and we've just rented uh, forever. Okay, we never missed payment, like through it, and we would have not done that to our landlord because right. we understand that that's just messed up, dude. That is that is that is okay. That's a loophole to take, but you're really hurting our system and the way it's supposed to work when you do stuff like that. Right. On the other side is, if you are a business or a person who did invest their time and effort in starting a business and it's become successful. And there are people who have worked there that don't get to shit, like that you don't share the profits with enough. That is just equally to me as disrespectful to our system. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Like both sides. Yep. It's like the middleman will always kind of end up getting burned. You know, the person who kind of just stays in. But I don't think it has to be that way either. So, uh, I guess I'll start with the first topic and then we'll just go from there. We're all going to yeah. have a topic here. So we'll go. At, I was going to talk about, uh, I think it ties into two things a little bit is, uh, you know, man, I've always been someone who likes sports, all types of sports, and just like everything else, and music as well, and, you know, entertainment to some extent, but music mostly. Uh, And politics has really just infringed upon everything, and that it really is like almost just, you know, I don't know, frustrating in in ways, but... Uh, one one thing that's gone on is the whole the mandates of the vaccination. I think mandates like the biggest thing in our country right now, and I think it's gonna be like make or break, you know, people going forward wanting to be like the leadership in this country is whether they support mandates or not. But there was an instance in the NBA where there's a player named Kyrie Irving, and he's he's like an all star player. He's a world champion. 
perennial all-star, right? Pretty much is yeah. a great basketball player. Thinks the earth is uh, flat, right. you know, it's good, <laughs> you know, whatever, dude. He you really know? does. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, you know, really yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, and it's all good, whatever. He's, you know, he's a yeah, free thinking guy for sure. But he yeah. didn't, he's not getting the vaccination. He's sitting out. He plays for the Brooklyn Nets or the, are they, they're Brooklyn, right? The Brooklyn yeah, Brooklyn Nets. Nets. And, um, you know, he's still sitting out and, and not getting paid and not playing. Oh, they're not paying him? I don't think he's getting paid. He's at least probably losing some of his money, I'd imagine. I mean, I don't think so, man. You think they're paying him? I think they have to. They're contractually obligated. But only, but, but, well, no. But but what's guaranteed, though? You know, like he might have, that's the thing is, does his contract have, like, you have to play a certain amount of games? If you get, they, they actually, they didn't, I don't think they suspended him, but they alleviated him from being around. So I guess they did really keep him from being around the team. So what type of legal process did they take maybe to not pay him as much? But I, let me tell you something. He's not getting paid as much unless, like, sponsors are coming in that maybe quietly support him or something. No, if anything, the sponsors are always the first ones to bail. Whenever something like that, the sponsors have their contracts. Yeah. They're like, no, yeah, but out. here, Look yeah, Tiger Woods. That's yeah. true, <laughs> unless you have personal relationships with them, because this is this is what I'm talking about, and that's why this is an important issue, because this is a big issue, and I I, I think there's a lot of people out there, uh, in the corporate world, even in the political world, that really believe this is a mistake, that this is not good, this is the the, the backlash from this is going to be way more than we need. Step one, uh, dude. It's step one in the in the. Maybe for some people, and maybe for some people, but that's that that group is getting smaller and smaller the more people they keep picking off. And I mean, as you you have, you know, the reason things like this have never worked in the past and have always ended up disastrous. These types of control opportunity, you know, these opportunities to try to control people is the people catch on, and right. and and they're gonna do their own thing. You know, and you already can see people protesting all around. But I think Kyrie Irving is a really important one, and, and because it does speak to the pilots who are seemingly and 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 uh, people in nurses, uh, truck drivers, um, firefighters, and the the, the pandemic. The pandemic also Absolutely. seems to have done something to like people like wanting to get more fair pay and more fair representation in society it seems well think about how fucked up this is the pandemic hit and they said only essential workers can go to fucking work right right you have to be essential to be at work now those same essential workers aren't allowed to go to work until they're vaccinated like what the fuck kind of sense does that make you put them on the front line to go risk their own life for their livelihood. Granted, these people want to go to work. Everybody wants to go to work to pay for the shit that they have. Yeah. So they don't lose so it. So they can own a house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. But then the same government that told them that they are essential and all that bullshit that we read about and heard on the news and on the radio, we're in this together. Now those people are the enemy because they don't want, they don't trust this and how fast it happened and how unprecedented it's been. Like that's jacked up, dude. Yeah. How can you yep. do that and then be and, and make them the bad guys? Yeah. That's what happened. The government flipped the script on everybody. You're essential. You are the ones. We're in it together. Now, you motherfuckers, you do but what even, we say. But even, even, okay, okay, <laughs> even okay. Even the ones who did what they said one time and didn't go back for their boosters 
They're now the bad guys too. You yeah, know? no, exactly. Yeah. They they yeah. shut everyone down, and now on top of it, now they're mandating people to get a vaccine that they don't feel like they want to get. You shouldn't even have to give anyone an excuse or tell anyone if you are or not vaccinated. In yeah, my yeah. opinion, and it shouldn't matter. To hell with it. it shouldn't yeah. matter if your religious exactly. beliefs won't let you do it or not. If you don't want to, you don't leave have it, to. Leave it alone. Leave it at that. You know, damn man, for real. That's the way I see it. Man, I'll always see it that way. I feel like to force people to do things, number one is it's not going to work. It's just going to cause people to buck even more. That's number one. Flat out. People are going to do that. Whether you like it or not, they're going to do that because right. they don't want to listen to you. And then the other thing is that it, you know, a certain amount of <sighs> medical and religious freedom is absolutely necessary to have a civil society right. for sure. You know, you can't just enforce this. People are gonna, people are gonna get unruly if if you continue that. And they are, they yeah. are. They're stepping away from their jobs. Do you know how much what that costs people? Can you imagine? Hopefully, you know, hopefully it getting, kicks all the big guys right where they fucking deserve it. Well, the stock market went up today again, so I don't know how that's happening, but it must not be rigged at all. You know? Do you think? Yeah. And, and and you know? And shout out, really, man. Shout out to someone like. Kyrie Irving, because I know that's just a it, all shout out to all of them, but people who like, dude, no one else in the NBA held true. I think that guy Jonathan Isaacs remains unvaccinated, but he plays from for Orlando in Florida. Right. But you know, man, shout out to everyone that does stand for what they believe in, not just for not getting unvaccinated, whatever you want to do, but just for standing with for you for what you believe in, and also not pushing it upon other people. Right. Uh, but saying, you know, if you're going to try to force me to do something that I don't want to do. I got um, a hypothetical for you. If Kyrie Irving was a cop and they were going to force him to get mandated and he didn't have that big contract and he didn't have the history of making millions and millions of dollars and that was how he was providing for his family, what's he going to do? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Whatever he well, well moved to, number one moved to Florida because Ron DeSantis is paying you five thousand dollars a signing bonus to for cops to move to Florida. But here's the thing about celebrity, and this is where I do believe it actually has its place and it's a natural phenomenon, is because someone like Kyrie Irving, he could easily get the shot or act like it and go play basketball and get paid millions of dollars. But right. he actually is risking not to say he's not risking as much as those people. They have more on the line, absolutely. Anybody, any anybody who risks it that gets paid at just an annual salary that you absolutely depend on for everything you pay. But, I mean, he also pays for a lot of stuff, too. If he takes a huge salary cut, he's going to lose some stuff, too. But also just like, the, lose fact, these Ferraris. the fact yeah. that he's in his prime, he plays <laughs> right. basketball, he likes basketball. What else is he going to do? You know he'd have to transfer. Is he willing to retire over this if they mandate it again next year? Is he willing to get traded for it? I mean, what type of stuff is he really willing to do? And I think it sets a precedence for people that they can say, hey, I'm not the only one. Yeah. you know. And, and really, I think it takes a lot of girth. But that's why I try to say, everyone who's doing that, I have a huge shout out of, of respect for people who hold their ground. Because I think that it's... Dude, this is America, man. We're, we're, like, we gotta hold, we got to hold this. We got to keep this going. We can't just fall down to tyranny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... I'm just we saying. can't. We're like we were like the beginning of of like not the real. I mean, a lot of bad shits happen. We've been over this time and time again. Get it? But I mean, damn man, you know, yep. like you're gonna let these look at the people that 
and what they're you know even watching these politicians today is really just it like you said it's just bad energy man there's a couple of them that i think really try and do okay uh but politics i think in, in its form is dead and i think it needs a new form Right. If it's going to have any effect in society these days, I really do. I think it's coming. The new form of politics is coming. And for those of you who don't understand sarcasm, let me give you a little bit of it. It's coming because they're going to save the world with the carbon emissions. Yes. And the yeah. carbon capture. They just got done with their, uh, with their big climate summit. I saw that. And, the, the, you know, that's been all over the news. They want to... One of their goals, I don't know what this has to do with climate control or why they were talking about it there, but uh, one of their goals was that they want to have 70% of the world's population vaccinated by, 20, by, I guess, the end of 2022. Like, good luck with that. That's the first step in climate yeah, control, dude. The, yeah, control. <laughs> they skipped over the climate part. Like, no, see, this it's a, it's a climate hyphen Control climate control conference. It's not a climate control conference. It's a climate slash control conference. <laughs> Wait a minute. We, we might have messed up here. Everybody is angry. What can we do? Tell them we're going to save the planet. Yep. Captain Planet. <laughs> Always. Always. I couldn't imagine anywhere else I would not rather, like, I would rather not be than at that place but with those people. <laughs> those types of fake-ass people. Oh with our gosh. world leaders. Yeah. All the world leaders there. Can you imagine yeah. how fake they are, like, if you were to meet them, you know, they just think they're probably not real, you know. They yeah. really are. Except for the president of Brazil. They really are. But cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are some cool ones mixed in there. That's a very broad generalization. you got to be careful with those, and I don't mean to to make it, but you know, I mean. Oh, Do, does sorry, anybody know how long? The last one here. Oh shit! No, 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 no! no. I don't want. I'm sure? good, man. I'm drinking water, dude. I'm good. I've sweated a lot. Does anybody know how long they've been doing the climate summit or the what is it called? Climate. Uh, I forget what it was called. Yeah, it was like the the conference for climate. I would probably control or probably something. the nineties, exactly the eighties or nineties. I'd imagine yeah, when no, it really kind of started yeah. rolling. They've been know? doing really it for stuff. that long. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean, like you know, back in like the Al Gore days, that was the nineties. Does a bear right? shit in the woods? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Obviously, just these motherfuckers would have saved the planet if they've been doing it that long. Yeah. It should have oh, already man. been done. Back in the nineties, <laughs> they said that the polar caps were going to be gone by like 2010 or something like that. I don't know, but. It's just obvious, you know, again, man, to me, in my opinion, I'll just hit on this, since we're talking about this again, it's like the political way is dead, man. It's just dead. No, yeah. You know, Pat, Ma Matthew McConaughey said something about this, actually, recently. Really? He was interviewed about, like, running for governor, and he was like, you know, what, you know, what is, what is politics? You know, like, what has it become? Like, the way we think about it and the way it is, like, does it need a shift? Yeah, I, I can't really, that's not a direct quote, but he was yeah. definitely infringing on that kind of same topic. And I think it's interesting because I think that really it is going to take things like that to happen. And, and I think political movements, like grassroots political movements, even though they oftentimes get corrupted, co-opted and corrupted, but, uh, I think even for those to continue to pop up and to say, you know, you know, we got to, you, you stand for something or you, you know, you fall, fall for, for everything. Yeah, fall for everything. What yeah. is it? You know, fall for anything. But 
it's just a bad time to, you know, to, like, let people be, you know, like, let people just do what they do, you know, if you don't like what someone does, uh, just move on, you know, like, freedom, the idea of freedom, again, is, That's is a like, real radical opinion. I mean, I get, you know, it is, it, it, it so, is, that's so it is in a sense of just sad, but I mean, it's not at the same time. You know, <laughs> you know it's, what's scary is the, the fact that like them on a global scale, leaders trying to get together to stop climate change. You know how fucking ridiculous that sounds, number one? Like the climate has been changing since the beginning of the earth, like before yeah. mankind, before ridiculous. nothing. They like, can't even, they can't even, the, 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 they're the, going to stop climate change. Are you fucking kidding me? No, <clears throat> it's the scariest thing in the world because they're, the, whatever they're planning is not good for those who have less money than them, which is like 98% of the globe. Yeah. All the people on the globe, on the planet, earth have <clears throat> less than them. And they're trying to find a, a way to save us. Like, well, not only Get can it not, even if it could be done, it's like the, this, this, this group of people and, and this way of politicking, they can't fix anything. You know, it's very like, they, like they have a hard, they're having a hard time with anything. It's really struggling. I think like the real trust for government is probably like at an astonishing low. If, if you were to be able to truly calculate it, like from the perspective of God. You know, of like saying, okay, who's really interested in politics and think and has faith in it, and who really doesn't? I'm sure a lot more people don't have faith in politics really do, having any change in life. No, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I just ignore it. Fucking, yeah. Some it, it always weasels its way into your life. Exactly. It exactly, matter, dude. It doesn't matter where that you're should, living. That is the theme of this damn episode right here: is politics weasel their way into everything. You know, they 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 confiscate everything. But you have mm-hmm. to. I mean, you have to know your rights. You can protect yourself to a certain extent, but on a global scale, global leaders meeting to 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 come up with some idea to change the climate, like. That just sounds like a disaster for people, for anybody. Like, worse than, like, a Hitler saying he's going to make one pure race or whatever. It does. It's worse than that. It's way worse than that. Yeah. And then carbon dioxide, isn't that what fucking plants live on? Yeah. Or they're going to try to start capturing the carbon and taking it out of the air. Yeah, I'm sure there's... I'm sure sure that... If anything, we're better off for the the CO2 or... Well, well... Zero carbon. You are carbon. Well, yeah, but I, I I would be willing to bet that the way a car burns off emissions and produce the type of carbon that it produces, like the the levels and things in that, is way worse than what a human produces. A human yeah. would be more of a natural, you know. Uh, a car is still a man-made machine, and the process of getting oil out of the ground and then making it into gasoline, you know, it's a there it's a chemical process, you know. So once you get to that point, it doesn't burn as clean as a human breath would. So that's why they should never have a tax on human breath. But I know that has been talked about for a long time, that they're going to have the carbon tax, you know, where if you, you know, basically a tax to breathe, you know. I how would mean, they even do that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, how, 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 how do they shut down an economy? How do yeah, they shut down yeah, society? How do so many people... Really, Levi, at this point, really... and. In reality, they'll do whatever they want until people 
just don't allow them to do it, you know. And I think that I think the best way to do that is to block it out and to ignore it because and just to move on and build new things. I think yeah. that's the most positive way. Yeah. But the, here's the problem: is as long as there's a group of people that have faith in it and push it, right. it's always going to keep creeping back, you know. And you wonder how how much more fight that type of way of thinking has, yeah. but. Hopefully no, but, not a lot. You know, I definitely hear what you're saying there. You know, I think that one of the good things that could come out of this whole thing that's going on with the economy and the, sh- and the shortages and stuff like that is that it has inspired uh, communities to, you know, or it has and hopefully it will continue to inspire more communities to come together and create things like here in, in Medina. They're actually talking about uh, starting up a little monthly farmer's market, you know, for people to pedal what they produce you know but also and, to congregate and to, yeah and to you get know together yeah and tell, you know and, that's right and, uh, have some coffee yeah take a crap in a rental car <laughs> <laughs> but, right it's a rental yeah. fuck it it's a rental <laughs> right no that's horrible dude sorry to all the rental car companies out there we know you're working hard we don't promote that at all actually <laughs> you know we don't promote that at all i, I bring them back clean you know Try to get them nicer than I got them. But, yeah, that's right. That's right, Levi, though. I do believe that's yeah, a real yeah. positive thing that's happening. Right. I, I definitely. And I actually think that's been happening for a lot longer. I just think it's become expedited. Yeah. You know, and knowing where your food comes from and, and it gets people involved. Oftentimes, you know, younger families want to do that to show the young kids that way, too. So they start having gardens and stuff like that. It's really good for you young kids to see and they'll get involved right and i've noticed even with my kids like when i've grown food in the garden there was things they might not have eaten from the store but if you get it from the garden then they'll always give it a shot you know what i'm saying because they participated in its production and that's that's interesting that's just an interesting thing from the human psyche right you know it's like when people help produce it and then they get to share in the you know it just opens up their mind to things and it's it's like they're they're more open-minded and willing to try and happier really about the process yeah you know when you just shut people out and tell them what to do and to eat this and they don't know where it comes from or anything they're much more you know complacent about it you know it's a little detail of the human psyche kids are are interesting for that in that regard they'll be they'll be brutally honest yeah (laughs) you know for sure (laughs) you learn a lot from them man Right. Just watching your kids or watching any kids, like you can learn a lot from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good them seeing that that type of stuff. It's really good seeing them, uh, seeing their parents and people in their community like doing like healthy things, like for sure. Especially in times like this, like it's a reaction to something like this. Right. To your point, you know, and that that is, I hope it. I hope it goes harder. To be honest, and like. For people who like want to homeschool or even like take like Medina, people complain about uh, school boards, and I'm not sure how Medina is and and but how it was when I was around here. Even though my kids were homeschooled, is that uh, the parents of the school at the time are pretty much on the school board. I mean that's right. you know, and then they go out when their kids go out, and then the new parents <clears throat> kind of come in and sit on the school board. Yep. And that's the way. That's a functioning kind of school board. So in that way, you know, some of these smaller towns and smaller schools have an advantage in that regard that, that they get to kind of control 
a little bit better, like the curriculum and what comes in and what's able to go on. Right. Did y'all hear about the fiasco with the school board? <clears throat> like the, what's it called? The highest um, attorney general or something for the... The AG, yeah. Yeah, the, he, he sent out a memo to the FBI to investigate like um, anybody, and, and these people are going to be looked at. Anybody who has signed up for a school board meeting and actually said something... Um, like a negative not just negative but yeah. like he, he said it had to be a threatening manner and anything threatening was like making somebody feel uncomfortable or like just a whole list of yeah, bullshit. yeah no, basically they're domestic terrorists yeah they're, they're domestic terrorists yeah. you know what's silly is like uh Remember when we were like in high school and stuff? Like, if you knocked off, like you always wanted to push that envelope to knock off just enough to get sent to like detention or ISS. Right. And it's like now being on the the DT list. Yeah. It's like going getting sent to detention or ISS, and now right. everyone's trying to flirt with it. Yeah. They're gonna have more people doing it, you know. It's yeah, like right. we're like back in high school again, you know. <laughs> Damn, dude, what's going on? Yeah, like, you know? Oh yeah. It's crazy. Uh, oh, I got it. I'm over here holding it, dude. Burning my nose with it. Yeah, all right. Kevin's going to take a furlough real quick. But no, that's an interesting... It's an interesting... It's just an interesting time, man. You know, I I, I like the shift, though. I I do feel like the shift is going to become... I think the last episode we actually had, we talked a little bit about how, um, you know, this COVID thing was kind of like... It's not over, but... People have had enough. Like, people are just going to do what they're going to do at yeah. this point. You know, you're not going to get, like, s- stop with the pushing people to do anything. If someone's willing to quit their job, you know, I mean, they're done. You know, and I think that goes kind of on to the next thing. You know, people right. are done already. Uh, that's a good sign because, like you said, they're not going to stop. They're going to promote. And we talked about this a little bit, like the weather, you know, the, the, you know, the right. climate change and, you know. Well, you know, and they want to, like, they just talked about at that thing how they want to get, like, 70% of the world's population vaccinated, you know. They're going to have to get their numbers way up here in America, you know, and and all over the world, really, to do that. And we think we've hit this plateau where it's like, okay, at this point, everybody who's going to get vaccinated has been vaccinated. Everybody who doesn't want to be isn't going to be. And, you know, where do we go from here? You know, but I happen to, you know, I mean, like, me personally... I haven't been vaccinated, and I, and I would choose not to be vaccinated, but I've also been not, I, I haven't had it uh, interfere with my life, you know, like whatsoever. You know, yeah. I don't have a job where that's going to Would you get thing, vaccinated you know, for your job? Like Man, you know, probably, no, probably not. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that that would ever come from my job. No, I, I agree. Know? I'm just but, hypothetical. But, but I do totally. think that, you know, if they really want to get those numbers up, they're going to have to start digging their fingers a little deeper and giving a, a few more people the cattle prod, yeah. you know. And uh, and I would look for that in the future, you know. Getting for into them, the bank accounts. Start, yeah. Getting into the like bank that. accounts. Yeah. If you have you more know, than $600 uh, in the bank account, they're going to get into it. Oh, no, definitely. Uh-huh. No, I mean... They'll be, I mean, the bank account thing is like, I always just kind of assumed they were looking at everybody's bank account anyway. Oh, well, of you course. Know, you know, so, you know, that, of course, that one, man. Yeah, that one just kind of, like, that one kind of breezed over me, you know, like, oh. Let's yeah. finally <laughs> tell them and it will make a news story, you know. Yeah. It's like, hey, come on, we've known this. Like, 
but if you've got a bank account, they've got access to it just as easily as you do if they're looking at you in any way. Oh, you know? Yeah, you bet. You bet. All they, they got to do is say open up. Yeah. What you've bought with your cards and all that, you know. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem with cash. You know, they can't keep track of cash. That's why they... God dang, we're tracing yeah. this guy. It looks like he has just purchased a lot of rental cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah. I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> we never know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. No. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I just but, think the, the authoritarianism, man, it, it's out of control. They want people to fight. And they obviously want people to go to war and to fight each other and different groups. It is so obvious to me at this point. I'm not turning straying from that, and I'm just not getting caught up with it, dude. I'm just totally not interested in that. I think that's moving backwards, not forward in life, you know? You gotta find things that you love, man, and just build on to something. And when they try to get involved and invasive in your life, you just have to know where your line is and... and what you believe in and what you feel comfortable with and make the best decision for yourself, you know? It's just, that's life. But, yep. you know, you can't turn your back on, like... I Well, you can, but I don't want to turn my back on, like, moving the world forward in a better way, you know? And, like, just getting all vindictive and right. hateful towards people, you know? That's what they want. Yeah. That's what they want. Think about how scared they are right now, though. Because 20 years ago... Before cell phones, or maybe had it been longer, I don't know. 20 years ago, it would have been a lot easier to peddle their bullshit. Like, people would have had a little more time to process shit, waiting for the paper to come out the next day. They'd be looking at the paper headlines and like, yeah. oh my gosh, we're all going to die. Oh, we have to take our kids to get vaccinated immediately. Now, everybody questions everything together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And whether we agree or not, we're never going to agree on everything. But there's so many people that are like questioning everything instantaneously. Well, then you got soon as it comes out, yeah, putting yeah. fucking stupid ass shit on the internet and scaring more people and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, you know. And I don't, I, I actually have a, you know, I think that that's a that's a double edged sword, definitely, of letting anyone just type in information. But again, it's your responsibility as a person to be able to sift through what's bullshit and what's not. And I know it's hard, but if yeah. you're gonna play the game. Whose responsibility is it, you know? I mean, you have to know when you're reading crap, when you're not. And and if your kids are on the internet, you need to know, they need to know that there's a bunch of crap on there and they need to sift through things and not just, They have you to know. be taught. They have to be exactly. taught that. You exactly. have to teach them. They need to be taught. Like, my dad always said, take everything with a grain of salt. Like, that was his saying, you know? Yeah. I know y'all have heard that. Oh, heck yeah, Take man. everything with a grain of salt. Like, put your own judgment to it. Talk to people. Learn. Teach yourself. <laughs> Come, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> that would make more sense if there was a video. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Got the cat. In so, the is there anything else, it's you guys? We're at 45 minutes, so no, let's take yeah, it about 15 know. more minutes if there's well, something speak, else. Well, speaking of uh, whose responsibility is it? I'm going to bring up a subject that I've just, it's absolutely dominated my news feed i don't know if it has anybody else's i know it's been all over the news it's about a week old story now uh the story of uh alec baldwin shooting you know and this is very it's a sad story i'm not trying to uh, can i preface this really quick yeah levi i know levi and and uh and my grandpa also as i've been around firearms my entire life 
but Levi is and Kevin as well. Uh, but, uh, are are like you know you've you've taken classes and you right. you're you're very you're trained with firearms. You've been around them your whole life. I just wanted to preface right. this by saying that's why you really talk want to talk about this. Yeah. Like you have the right to to talk about this. Right. right? Well, and you know, anybody, and I'm probably anybody gonna have an opinion that, that might differ from a lot of the from a lot of other people who who have you know who carry firearms and have trained with firearms and stuff like yeah. that. You know. Uh, and I will say that I do believe that yes, you know, Alec Baldwin is the one who 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 held the gun and pulled the trigger, and that is something he is going to carry with him for the rest of his life, no doubt about it. You know, that's what I'll that's that's what I'll say to uh, you know to preface myself, I guess, a little bit. But uh, you know, what happened? Well, apparently, after after a week now, uh, more stuff has come out. The uh, the armor on set was. Uh, I think like 24 years old, unexperienced, has no idea how live rounds ended up on the set, but it has been confirmed that it was a live round loaded into a pistol that Alec Baldwin was using on the set. Uh, And that was handed to him. That was assumed to have been cleared by the professionals who are supposed to be on set to ensure that this kind of thing does not happen. You know? Uh... I will say that I, I, I stand behind Alec Baldwin because I'm, I'm sure as hell not going to stand in front of him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but... Oh, man. Nice. But, nice. And, yeah, Alec Baldwin, he's... A, I'm not a huge Alec Baldwin fan, you know? I've watched a few but of his movies. But in principle, you... In principle, but in you, principle you, you I would say that it's. I would say that yeah, like I said, it, Alec Baldwin did pull the trigger, and that is something he's gonna have to carry with him for the rest of his life. But I would say that the person responsible is who is is ultimately the person responsible is who loaded the gun. Yeah. You know. I yeah. mean, my goodness. If I'd have been, you know, the the responding paramedic or officer or whoever that showed up to that you know to that scene at first, you know, that would have been the very first thing out of my mouth. Is you know. Who loaded this gun? Well, you know, you're I think, on a movie I think set. in Who some put ways, live rounds in this gun? I, I think where one way uh, one way I can actually see your point of view on this uh, is that what happens is it's not ju- it's actually not just the person who loaded who loaded the gun, but also everyone who handled the gun at, up to that point. Right. Because it, but then what happens is it becomes the fault of the process, right? And not an individual. I think you know? the person that is responsible is hit him like he should have cleared the gun himself i don't care who you are on a movie or not i've never well, been on a movie well, but and, and how well, are you, you pointing know, it back through the camera that is it that's that that's a little like you know there's not the technology you know, today that where you don't have to like point a gun you know like i mean it, it you know right that, well you I don't know, know first of all i mean to, to what you say i agree yes Yes, You're gonna clear I'm going to clear it because I've been around guns my entire life. Yeah. I've shot guns my entire life, and I respect weapons. Alec Baldwin was not, I guarantee you, he was not raised in a Second Amendment household. He's not shot live weapons his entire life. You know, he, we, me and you, as people who handle firearms on an almost daily basis, we, we assume these things. Yes, of course, any, if you hand me a firearm, I'm going to check its chamber. I'm going to make sure that it's a, you know, I'm going to, you know, if I was on a movie set, I would still even do that, just instinctually, even though I know I'm on a movie set and it's all supposed to be make-believe, you know? And, uh, but 
basically, I'm saying I don't necessarily blame Alec Baldwin for assuming that yeah, like, a prop like, weapon yeah. handed to him on the set of a Hollywood movie wouldn't have live rounds yeah. in it. You know, no, like I said, uh, it, it, like you can blame the process for that, but I, I can I, see both here's, sides. Here's, here's what I have to say. Really in can. fact, I can tie this into a little something I haven't talked since we've uh, last met. I actually got the opportunity to be on a large production, large scale movie set in uh, oh, up yeah. in Weatherford, and uh, you know, I got to be there. I got to meet a, a, a couple of uh, pretty pretty A list celebrities. You know, that were on Sam the set. Elliott, yeah, Sam Elliott was there. You know. Uh, Tom Hanks was there, you know? So, uh, but anyway, there was a few of the reenactors, because I went up, that we got invited there, uh, because I'm a Civil War reenactor, and I wasn't one of them, but there were a few of the reenactors, about 20 of them, who got, who volunteered to load the extras muskets, and and mind you, there was, there was, there was quite a few extras, you know, they had to do quite a bit of loading, and... I've, I've used this analogy quite a few times, you know, since this whole thing came up, because this happened just about a week after I was on that movie set. Uh, you know, if one of the reenactors had somehow, you know, intentionally or somehow accidentally, I don't know how you'd a- ever accidentally just put a, you know, live round in the... Oops, but if, dropped, if, a, yeah. dropped a bullet yeah, in there. If, if, if one of those reenactors who was in charge of loading those muskets had... Yeah, who's had loaded be? that musket who's and handed it to an extra and said, here you go, when he says action, sure. you're going to point this musket at those people and you're going to pull the trigger, you know? No, you make a great point. I mean, who's, no, who's fault no, would no, that really, really I, I see it. I see you it know, your way yeah. I have from the beginning as well because, again, it falls on the process, right. not the individual. But then again, the reason I think so many people are not seeing it that way is the same reason people don't like, didn't like Trump. They get emotional. Right. They're emotional because Alec Baldwin has tweeted yep. bad things and things like that, and they just want to no, see he's, him he's suffer. He's even tweeted in the past something. This was back in like 2017. But yeah, he that's tweeted dark like, stuff, dude. He right? tweeted yeah. like, I, I wonder, wonder how it must feel to wrongfully kill someone or something yeah. like that. Well, now, back in 2017, it's like, well, now you know. Again, again, he, the know? punishment serves and itself. And stop I, I, wondering, <clears throat> Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you strike know. it down. And I, you know, <laughs> right. the scene was apparently one where he was. And it's a sad uh, situation, though, man. Some where young... he was pointing and firing at the camera, which is why he shot the cinematographer and the director. Yeah, because those are two people who tend to be behind the yeah, camera exactly, on yeah. a movie set. And it went through the lady <laughs> you know? who passed away, which right. is, is just it's a just, shame. Yeah, it's a sad situation. And then went through, but even went... even the lady's husband has come out and publicly stated that he does not blame Alec Baldwin. No, I think it's a rational... And I think that if even he can come out and say that, man, all these... All, you know, and I know that all the fuss is coming from these people online who, you know, all of them do the same things. You know, he should have checked the gun and you never point a gun but, at anyone. But you know, here's the thing, too, about him. Here's the thing about him. He he is absolutely bears some responsibility. No, yeah. And yeah. and he uh, he's also the director. That's what I was just and about so to say. A large even, amount yeah, of it. Even really. if he doesn't face responsibility for pulling the trigger, he will face responsibility for being the uh, producer of the movie yeah, exactly. set where it happened. Yeah. And, I, and I do agree with that. Uh, but in the terms of, of him being charged for actually pulling the trigger and killing the uh, the cinematographer, I, I don't believe he I don't believe he will be. Yeah. And this is already something that's also, importantly, it's it's precedented 
in movie history. You know, you have you have Brandon Lee, the killing of Brandon yes, Lee. Uh-huh. Same Bruce thing. Lee, it was a Bruce live Lee round, scene, yeah. live round that ended up in the gun, and yeah. the actor. I shot think it was, it was a fragment you know? of something fragmented and, uh, in the in the barrel, and then whenever no, it went uh, off, it right. fired out. Right. You know, but that that actor was never charged for for killing Brandon Lee. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I don't believe that Alec Baldwin will be either. Yeah. You know, and uh. No, he wasn't. It was. Yeah, I think it's already know. come out that he's not right. No, no, it's still up in the air about Is what it? kind of legal charges he's going to face. He's yeah. going to face manslaughter yeah. for sure. Like for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know might, enough he, about he that. He might face negligent manslaughter, but I mean, the guy who killed Brandon Lee didn't face ma- negligent manslaughter. Yeah. Like it, I said, listen, I but here's the thing: is there was like, and this is another fact. I don't know if this is a fact, but this is what I've heard: is there was like a bunch of live rounds on set. Why is there live rounds even on the set? Why is there even a possibility? I mean, who does it... Look, if it doesn't fall on the director-producer, you know, I mean, he... he, he, For that, again, that's where it's like... I have heard that as well. I've also heard, you know, that the the, uh, armorer came out and, and said that she had no idea where live rounds came from. So, I mean, I... There's also a bunch of stuff that happened with the union... Uh, a bunch of union workers walking off earlier in the day that that same day. You know, I've I've I'm not trying to say this is true or anything. I've heard some conspiracy theories, speculations that possibly one of the union workers, one of the uh, pissed off union workers, sabotaged the gun with a live round. I've heard that theory. Wow. I've heard, you know, I mean, there, that's, there's that's already I've already nice. heard theories of how the. The cinematographer's husband is a lawyer who represents the Clintons, and oh, so Dang and it. so. What did Hold she on, know about the, the weeds? That's what I'm saying. There's all sorts <laughs> yeah. of conspiracy theories out already surrounding this That's thing. Hilarious, you know? dude. But uh, I feel bad for the family. The <laughs> yeah, I feel bad me for too. him. Me too. But yeah. at the end of the day, this dude's been in multiple movies. He's a freaking director, for God's sake. He's a yeah. grown man. I don't. I don't know anything about what he's tweeted or what the fuck his political beliefs are. Or nothing like that. Yeah, but well, I can say, yeah, yeah. as a grown man who's been in movies with guns and shit before, he should have cleared the gun. Yeah, that's yeah. my. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, that's, if you're gonna right. play that game, you no, yeah. should have the absolute knowledge of right. the gun of the if weapon. If you didn't see the... somebody clear it before Absolutely. they handed it to you, I agree. That and even then, like I would always like want to drop a clip and just for that, right, for yeah. that, he, for yeah. that he bears responsibility for being in charge of the process. That is where it's like, whoa, yeah. double. you know, it I'm should saying? be double yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that definitely, it, it, dude. It's a that you know, really, honestly, instantly. Whenever I read that story and read about it, I felt sad for everybody. Yeah, I was because like, oh because like God, like hate dude. never wins, man. Like, yeah. You know, hate just never wins, dude. It just it sucks. It sucks. To, it's a shame to see people's lives go out like that, and and to have people learn those types of lessons. You know, you right. could say that f- from from being from being as rash as he's been, you know, it's people could say it's karma, and one has a hard time disagreeing. But still, who right. roots for karma? Who roots for that to have to happen to people? You know, I yeah. mean, really, I I don't want to do that, really. But so it's a it's a shame, but yeah. No, definitely, definitely. I've never been on a movie set with with guns or anything. That's just like a weird place for me to be. I feel like, <laughs> hey, he's on the movie set with a gun again. Yeah. Is this guy supposed to be here? No, that's what's strange about it. No, <laughs> no. no. no but, <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard that there's a, they've, they're going to try and make a few changes to, uh, I guess they're going to try and make it to where Hollywood productions can't use real firearms on set, like a functioning firearm, because a lot yeah. of Holly, a lot of sets just use Airsoft. completely functioning firearms. <laughs> the clear ones? You know. See, that's not a real gun, dude, we can yeah. tell. That's people, an Airsoft gun, bro. How many people get shot in the nuts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they got, if they went to Airsoft. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, something's going to happen. And Alec yeah. Baldwin <laughs> even made a statement that he, like, no, he, like, wanted to help, like, you know, move that forward and yeah. thing. But whatever, you know. I mean, I'm not really interested in, in Hollywood so much, but when something like that happens, it definitely, right. it becomes, again, a national story. How many people, how many people get shot with mischarges of firearms, uh, you know, every day around the world? Again, probably a lot. But yeah. but definitely you should educate yourself and always take supreme caution. You know, right. always treat a gun like it's a loaded gun, you know, no matter what, right? Yeah. That's what that's what Kevin's preaching, you know. No, that'll be an anecdote used for for a long time now. Yeah. No doubt <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, for sure. So anything else, y'all? Anything else you want to talk about got on your mind, Kevin? I guess I'll just go ahead and, and announce that uh over the uh Last weekend, on last Friday, uh, my son was born, Samuel Ray Stroud. He was born at uh, 7.18 a.m. on uh, Friday the 22nd. Yeah. And uh, 11 pounds, 6 ounces. What was he the for big Halloween? Boy, big big old congratulations, boy. Yeah. man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, big congrats, Thank man. you. What was he for Halloween? Yeah. What was he for Halloween? Uh, yeah. We just kind of put him in a little spooky uh yeah. onesie thing you know he, he was basically a baby yeah he yeah. was just a he, yeah he was an infant yeah. <laughs> he's he was a, a big, baby he, he was stewy big boy dude yeah. like whenever i saw him i thought he was like two or three months old already yeah no, <laughs> really. he's big man yeah yeah what did, what did uh your other kids think about him Oh, they 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 love him, you know. Yeah, yeah they love Daniel him. take take into yeah. him pretty instantly. Oh yeah, well Olivia, yeah, Olivia me. especially, you know, yeah, yeah. My daughter really just you know she's in love for sure. That's cool, know. man. Yeah, it's a good experience. It's a really good experience, man. It's a, it's a you know it's a it's awesome being a parent. You know, I think that uh, so many like going back to what we were kind of talking about in the in the front of this this conversation and we can wrap it back up with this is like um politics and all that stuff is really for the birds like it's it's inherently corrupt you know it it's the cause of bad things in history and it's the cause of bad things today you know you talk about like really helping to like fix some of society's problems like starts with the family man i think so much of it you know Right. Like if families can do better to stay together and like be more healthy together, like rate if you're gonna have kids and you go that route, like like do your best to to at least do it in a civil way and 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 put time and effort and investment into your kids, you know, like the next generation and yourself, they can watch you, you know. Right. But it's such an important thing. I think it would go so far if more people would. You know, just work really, on it. Yeah, just work, work on, on it. That. Just work every on it a little day, bit yeah. every day. Work on yourself just a little bit and be happy. And if you don't like where you're at, do something different. Yeah, that's right. Come like, on, man. Don't bitch about it. You're already there. 
Yeah, right. If it's bad, it's bad. Do something different. Bitching about it just makes it seem worse. I'm down with that. Amen. Amen. Peace. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.